The internet is like a dumpster, man. Welcome to the Finger Space Podcast, a weekly show where we will dive deep into the history, stories, and controversies surrounding the fingerboarding community. All right, so I want to transition the, the conversation a little bit, and I want to ask you about something that went down a while back. And it's really when when I got in tuned with, with your company, Enjoy Cult, which, by the way, the first time I ever heard of you was um, when uh, Sid, Sid uh, Vicious274, did his uh, videos of Joy Cults uh, back in 2016 or 2015, whatever it was. So I, I heard- Big up to Sid real quick. Sid, I love Sid. I hope he's listening to this. Sid, I love you to death, dude. We haven't hung out in a while. I love Sid. Man, and I, I, I've DM'd him personally, um, talking, talking to him. But what a big inspiration he is for me, and, and all this type of stuff. And you know, a legend. He's a real legend. Most definitely. If any kids listening to this don't know who, like, go look it up. Like, this it is mind blowing the amount of people that don't actually like this fingerboard has gotten so big that don't know who he is. But he's like one of the main people that I watched. You know. He's who I watch. He's basically where I got my advice to get at Berlinwood. Like he was the first one and he and he was the one who told me to make a YouTube channel. And pretty much when I made my like I just reached out to him. I was like, dude, I watched your videos and like, you know, I thought he was like super big at times. He had like, you know, like thirty thousand subscribers or something on YouTube. And I was like, Holy crap, you live because he lives like in the next town over from me. And I was like, I don't know, you live next town over from me, but he was super cool and super accommodating and welcoming. And just always pointed me in the right direction as far as fingerboarding. And he was like, I, I, I knew that he hung out with like Mike and stuff. And I was like, dang, this guy is just like super, super chill. But big respect to Sid. Big up to Sid. Just want to say that real quick. Yes. Huge, huge shout out, Sid. Everybody loves you. We all love you. Uh, thank you for doing what you did for all of us. Uh, basically, what I was what I was getting at to what what happened a couple months ago or a while back. I, I forget when it was. Now this whole year has blended into a weird three month period. But the free stock drop that completely blew up everybody's Instagram in the scene. I mean, I did not stop getting tagged and all the mentions, and it was just all over the place. What was that about? And for those of, for those people listening that don't know, uh, can you kind of explain what happened and what the situation was? Crazy year. Yeah, crazy. Um, this is cool to be able to like actually talk about this stuff and uh, give my opinion. Because uh, I don't know, it's crazy. Like um, at the time, that honestly was just like, uh, to, to make a story short, it was just sort of like, one of these I really don't give a fuck moments and like let's do this fucking thing and like I just like thought it'd be like crazy and I you know I there was COVID going down usually around this time of year we have like a big event the king of the curb and obviously weren't able to do that and uh wanted to give away a bunch of stuff like I would at those events and that just seemed like a cool fucking idea and frankly from my point of view the craziest part was that like I was like this is such a great idea like there's like who's gonna hate on this and I got so much flack for that it was unreal I couldn't believe it I was like what the hell just happened like I was so blindsided by that and I, yeah, that was a, that was a weird, uh, weird thing, man. But, uh, no, like, uh, that was crazy. I, I remember, I, I don't know, man, sometimes it comes back to like, I don't know. I don't like hate like the internet. I think that like, I don't know, it's like a weird, it's a weird place. That's a lot of the reason why I don't do a lot of stuff like other 
companies, I guess, are doing. Like, that's intentional. You try to do, so, like, something cool and something good. And it's, like, that's, like, shit, like, isn't, like, necessarily easy for me to do or whatever. And then, like, just to, like, you'd think that, like, at least people would be happy. But And there were a lot of people that were happy. Don't get me wrong. But uh, there are also, like, a lot of people that were just, at the time, seeming to, like, make so much unnecessary drama about this thing. And I'm like, well, I don't get it, like, why you have to make such a big deal. Like, the, the thing's there for you, too. Like, like I don't know, anyone, you, like, I don't know what the hell you want me to say. But, you know, I just, I've all, I always want to, like, hook up the fingerboard community. Like, always. Like, that's, like, first and foremost. It's, like, these are, like, my people. Like, I want to keep them excited and and hook as many people up as I can. And yeah, it's crazy. I thought that I was like the sickest, like, <laughs> like I'm like, this is the best way to do that, like possible. Like, why didn't I think about this earlier? And never again though, that was. Yeah, well, I think one, a business can't continue to operate giving out free product, but I think that's economic. No, 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 but like I said, that was a one-time thing and it was because of yeah, 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 yeah. COVID was going down and, you know, like I said, the kids would seem bummed and I just wanted to help out. Yeah, just a cool thing that, that you could do. But definitely the amount of flack that you did catch that I, I definitely thought a lot of it was unwarranted and came out for no reason because it kind of did show a divide where it was kind of like you either people loved it or they hated it, but there wasn't really any real reason to hate it. And that I just kind of didn't understand. I, I I was just sitting in the background like, what is what is going on? I don't understand what's going on. But I thought it was cool. I thought it was a great idea. Another thing that I kind of was surprised by is the amount of people that complained that they had to pay for shipping when you're already giving out a free product. That, I was like, really? Yeah, that was another thing, too. I was like, are you freaking, like, I don't know. Like, to, to me, it's overwhelming because... You know, right now, and and thank God, a big shout out to Grace too. Grace, uh, she handles all like the emails right now, so I can focus more on things that I'm way better at because I'm not very good at keeping up with people. Th yeah, it was because at the time that was like super overwhelming because like yeah, a lot of, like there's like 60 wheels that went out that day, uh, and like yeah that was a lot of people that were also emailing about that and f the worst part is is that what you know what not worst part i'm not complaining man like it is what it is like i just sort of more or less take this stuff on the chin and just like roll with it and i'm just like I, even if it's crazy as hell but like yeah uh just the amount of people like, yeah, that not only email about that, but then like turn you into an enemy for it or like, like just like completely hate you for it. You're like, are you kidding me right now? I, at the end of the day, I just packed up them wheels happily and was like, man, I hope these people are stoked. And that's all. My heart was in a good place and whatever people want to say, things say it. Yeah, I, I. I agree with you there. Um, your heart was in the right place. And at the end of the day, it's all that matters. Um, you were trying to do something nice, which is from my perspective, from what I see. And I, I don't see why or how somebody can hate hate on it for that or you or the company in general. Joy Cold intentionally is kind of steering away of the mainstream and from what other brands do, kind of differentiating yourself. No, uh, that's that's intentional. Yeah, just sort of, you know, what else, like what are you going to do? Like, the internet is like a dumpster, man. Like, there's just so much. Like, you can just, like, every day, like, looking at someone do a nollie flip crook on a finger deck. Like, it's sick. Don't get me wrong. I do it every day. Like, with and I watch it with my eyes. 
and it's super fun. But like, you know, it's just like, I don't like, uh, in my own personal life, like I hate predictability. Like I not like not knowing I like spontaneous and all this stuff. And so with joy call, with anything that I, I love or whatever, if I'm getting, if I start seeing that pattern or something, like I'm going to stray away from that, like as far away as I can. You know what I mean? Well, at the same time, like, still, like, not going crazy, crazy far, I guess. Like, um, I don't even know, really. I don't, I don't know how people view Joy Call, honestly. I really don't. <laughs> like, I have my friends around here who, like, have, like, they're like, yeah, it's just, it's just cool. <laughs> but they're my friends. So, like, I and, and it really is what I, what any ad or anything, it's just stuff that I make that comes from my heart or my mind or something, right? I don't really think, like, Oh, what can I do to like get more followers or like, you know, like how can I like sell, 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 you know, I just more or less try to emphasize the artistic part of it and that part of it above anything. No, which is I kind of that's kind of what shows most is is your artistic expression and the, the artistic, the artistic person inside of you, you know kind of breaking the mold and to kind of give you my two cents on how different people or how people view joy cult i've never personally bought your product i've never you know ordered from you um i have tried your product from all my buddies that have it and i think it's great it's a great set of wheels but from an outsider's perspective looking in it's kind of like you really broke the mold there is no pattern there is no consistency there is no constant updates of when there's going to be a stock drop, this, that, and the other. I mean, not using hashtags, um, not using any real marketing gimmicks is kind of the best marketing gimmick in and of itself, if that makes any sense. <laughs> and, and that's why when I said earlier that it's kind of like you're a creative genius because I don't know, it, it kind of seems so genius that you're not intentionally doing it or it's so genius that you are intentionally doing it. But either way, it's just, it's not mainstream. It's cookie cutter. <laughs> no, I only do what I just feels good for me. Like that's all I can say about anything that I put out. I'm, I'm not going to put out things because other people are doing it or other companies on Instagram are doing things this way. Just going to always do first and foremost, what feels natural and what feels good to me, whether it's got to feel that way before anything, I have to feel like that. It's like a, it's something that comes from my heart as opposed to something I have to do because I'm conforming to what other people in the industry are doing. That, that is something that I, I think is, is a little tidbit that a lot of people can really adhere to, which is important because a lot of people that are starting up companies aren't going for, oh, I have to do what's best for myself and what I need to do. It's always, no, I have to do what's best for the brand. But like what we touched on earlier, the brand is just an extension of who you are. So doing what's best for you is kind of in turn doing what is best for the brand. 100%. There's like a big part of like my soul that has to feel good about decisions I make with here. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I don't know, that's more or less too why uh, sometimes I wish that like, I had like a, a, a brand that like I could supply to like more people in a weird way. Because at the end of the day, like it's obviously cool that people, you know, vibe with it or, or feel like that that's like akin to them or that what they believe in and stuff like that. 
I just don't have that like mentality to to sort of like sell out like that. Not sell out. I don't know. I don't hate on people who do this and supply people with a lot of fingerboards all the time. Like the more people doing this stuff, I think that's great. I think that's awesome. I really do. Yeah, it's always got to just make me feel good before I do before anything, before any anything, period. Just that's the that's the standard is it making me feel good? Is it is it coming from a true spot in my heart? Then, you know, go for it. Yeah, I think that's a really good objective principle to live by in life and in running running your business. So I kind of just want to ask you some kind of basic general fingerboarding questions because you have been around the scene for a minute and seen it develop and even shaped it, um, whether you know it or not or kind of recognize it or not, that you have helped shape the actual fabric of the fingerboarding community. Um, so what's what's the biggest difference you see looking at the fingerboard scene now versus when you started and barely got your hands on that first Berlin Wood watching Vicious 274 on YouTube? I honestly don't even feel like a, like I'm a fingerboard company in a weird way. Like I feel like that people who support Joy Cult like are like in a Joy Cult community that sounds like very cult-like in itself ironically but like that's not how it was intended but it, i mean like no like not like that but i mean like yeah I, I just i don't it's weird i feel like i don't even know the answers to some of these questions like maybe you guys that could know better stuff than me but it's changed because um i feel and this is my only my opinion but like i just feel like that there isn't there actually isn't really almost like a fingerboard community there is, there's like fingerboarders everywhere, but it's like, it's very clicky, like this group of people who ride these decks and these whatever, like hang out together and like, you know, whatever. And these people who ride these wheels and these trucks and this whatever hang out together and like only back that. So it's just like a very uh, sort of clicky sort of thing, seemingly. I don't, I'm not, I don't know if that's a bad or good thing, but that's just how I sort of view it. I still look at, I love everybody, like, really. Like, you know what I mean? I don't have anything against anyone in fingerboarding at all, period. Regardless of what anyone would say or think, maybe. But I've never expressed that. I've just, I love everyone, despite what people think of me. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, for, from the conversation that we've had, it definitely, it's, you have nothing but good intentions. Um, but what you just said, I, I find to be very true as well, as of course, there is a quote unquote fingerboarding community where we're all on Instagram using the same hashtags unless you're Joy Cult um, and all that type of stuff. But what it, it, it is very clicky. And, and I'll, I'll kind of give an example of, of where I find that to be true. I, alongside my sponsor, Bert, threw the first ever fingerboard event out here in Vegas, in Las Vegas. Uh, last November. And what's strange and what I never really understood is that there was never a fingerboard event out here. There was never people trying to do meetups or, or whatnot. And I found it really, really strange because you go to places here in the U.S. like in, um, in let's say, California, which is one of the biggest states for the skating culture. Um, and there's events popping up uh, all over the place and all the time. But it's kind of when you when you look at it, it's very clicky. Like you have different events that attract different people that use different products because they're hosted by these different brands. But it's kind of when we threw our event, it was 
people coming out of the woodworks for the first time in the city really getting together. So it was like different people using different brands and different this and different that, which really should have been, or what really is, you know, the the fingerboarding community, because there's a community of people bringing in different aspects. You know what I mean? Um, so, so that's kind of what, I don't know, what the fingerboard community should kind of try and strive to be, not to get everybody to buy the same product, but to try different things. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. For sure. I, I agree too. Yeah. It's a weird little thing. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Like the whole, like people trip, like that are looking at it from like a, like a business point of view. Like they trip when they like think like people do this. Like they don't even know. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. It's very uh, underground sort of niche thing. It's sort of seeping into mainstream skateboarding, which I have mixed uh, opinions about. Um, but uh, at the same time, it's like cool. What what are your mixed opinions of of this kind of seeping into? Well, what what is your your opinion? You know, um, I kind of want to touch on what you just said about it uh, seeping into mainstream uh, skateboarding, uh, fingerboarding. That is, it's I don't know. It's weird. It's all good. It just depends on what the intentions of who is doing it are. I guess you know what I mean. Like, are they trying to cash in? Are they just trying to whatever? You know what I mean. But uh. There are people who are doing it, uh, like, for obviously good, like, intentions and just trying to, you know, uh, just, you know, because that's where it, uh, it all starts, right? It, like, for me, it's all, like, skateboarding. I think it's cool, like, it, when there, there's a lot of companies I know that have reached out to, like, skate companies to do collabs, and then they're, like, down with it. Like, that's cool, because that's fingerboarding getting into skateboarding, not, like, skateboarding coming into fingerboarding not that skateboarding doesn't have a rite of passage to do that or anything but it just seems more cool and more uh appropriate for like the sort of underdog to you know be like hey you know do you think this is cool and do you want to collab and then the big guy's like hell yeah let's do it yeah and i i i see okay i see what you're saying now then the other way around just kind of feels like a like a quick tainted cash grab yeah yeah i, I mean i'll I, I, but I won't get into details, but there is definitely where you see that popping up more now of the, the like you said, the big dogs dipping into the little dog's territory. So before we, we take a little break, uh, when we start, when we kind of dive into the whole COVID-19 situation, and that's how, how that's impacted everybody and us in the fingerboard scene and you as a business, I want to ask you one last question. Um, and it's, what's something that, that you admire or miss about the good old days of fingerboarding the the kind of golden era when you know you can't i don't know what the golden era was man like i'm still living it right now like i've i've kind of like just like felt in more or less the same about fingerboarding like personally since like i like started really you know what i mean like i'm always still fingerboarding like whether i you know, I don't, like, I actually, well, I do, I, I film a lot, but, you know, I'm conflicted about, you know, the internet's just this sort of, you know, dumpster, and I don't want to contribute to just, you know, that shit, like, I know, I'm still fingerboarding all the time, the same as I was my whole life, because it's super fun to me, and it's like a way for me to imagine real skateboarding tricks, too. Um, I noticed that, like, since I was doing joy cult 
that like I learned a lot of tricks from uh, physics of fingerboarding and like being and like asking myself like I wonder if I kick my skate that way like how I kick my fingerboard with my finger if that'll like have a similar effect and it like did and like I just would learn so many things like that and um but I'm always doing it it's just um yeah that love's always been the same sort of thing there and it's always sort of in my eyes and in my view like the same and I you know it always I think will be it, it goes back to kind of what we were talking about before too how like I don't really see like it myself apart like it just I'm joy call is me and you know, I'm doing what I'm doing, and I don't know what fingerboarding is doing necessarily. Like, I know that I'm a, a part of it, I guess, because people say I am. Uh, but, like, I'm just doing what I do all the time and not really focusing on what everyone's doing. I see. So it's kind of um, – you. Would, would you say that you're not really attuned to the, the mainstream uh, – tie-ins of, of the rest of the fingerboarding community that like everybody kind of really knows what's going on with other brands doing this that the other gossip all that type of stuff you're kind of just focusing on yourself and, and your end yeah and, and not in like a way of like because like i don't like give a shit or something like that i just i just yeah it's i was trying to write this like while well, i went to try to write a song on guitar and uh at the time I started writing this song and I was like, oh, this sounded pretty good. And then uh, I got to a point where I was like, oh, I like was listening to this song and it sounded exactly like this song from this band that I was super listening to at the time. So like you get like subconscious influence from a lot of things. And like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but like I like to keep uh, my influences sort of coming from strictly from me and not maybe be, you know, uh, massaged or anything in any way by a lot of other things, which can, you know, with the internet and all that can seem like a lot and, at times. So just try to focus on my own stuff really. And, you know, again, just what is in my heart and what's in my really mind. And that's interesting that you're trying to, that that's kind of a way to keep it organic and pure in a way to keep it untainted from. Yes. Untainted. I was just gonna say that word. Untainted. Yes. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's I, I like that kosher. a lot. Better. Yeah, kosher. There you go. Uh, to keep it, you know, strictly yours. You know, so that way people can't really say, "Oh, you're." Because I've never really heard anybody ever say that it's um, Joy Cults ripping off so and so because they did it first. It's always typically the other way around. I have seen that in places, yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say the term, okay, let's say ripping off. It's being inspired by, you know, that you've inspired a lot of other. There's like a fine line between that, I guess, right? Like in inspiration and plagiarism. But, uh, you know, that's what I always say. It's the control C industry. So it's, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Plagiarism is the most sincere form of flattery, and it's true. I mean, because you're not gonna you're not gonna copy bullshit. You know what I mean? You're not gonna copy what people are saying is sucky. People who do do that stuff are usually trying to imitate stuff that was already approved and good, and that is flattering in a weird way. It's it's strange sometimes in situations where you know some people will do that and then people don't know it's plagiarized i guess or whatever right because they're new or whatever and they don't know and 
it, it is what it is though like it's not really a complaint usually that stuff all comes out in the wash and usually those people who do do that they don't last ever in anything in life not just fingerboarding people who do that like just rip stuff off like they just that just that's a yeah i i see that i see that well i i all i can really say is i guess if um if you continue to get um if you continue to inspire people to do the same things you're doing then you're doing something right i hope <laughs> all right so um let's take uh, a quick break and after the break we'll be talking about how covid 19 has impacted fingerboarding uh joy cult and matt and every everything in the environment as a whole <laughs> 